0: Augusta County Sports Podcast.
1: Merry Christmas to all you Yak Sports listeners. I'm Lila McRae, Joe Deck is with me, and we're here to celebrate the holidays by talking sports. We will quickly hit any news here locally. We've been watching the rules and regulations put in place for local high school basketball and winter sports to be able to be played. The latest news from the last week is Rockingham County has decided that if their schools are going to participate in an athletic event versus another school, that the uh, both schools will need to wear masks during competition. And uh, Rockbridge County Schools has canceled their winter sports. So really a lot of Valley uh, District information there, as Rockingham County is the majority of the Valley District, Rockingham County being a member of the Valley District along with Waynesboro outside of the Rockingham County. So the mask thing we talked about two weeks ago or maybe last week when VHSL overall put it into place and then took it back off the table within a couple days. But here's, you know, a local jurisdiction, I guess, for the sports to be played uh, making a decision that, yeah, they have to wear the masks if they're going to be interacting with a different school.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, Look, you and I talked about this last week. We didn't have a problem with it. Or I guess it was two weeks ago because the VHSL changed their mind last week. I forgot. Sorry to keep up there with them. but um, I, I think
1: they changed and went back within the same week uh, from my memory. I think like that was my joke on the notes was yeah, maybe. how quickly it came off of it. It, um, it. it doesn't matter.
0: Point is, um, I, you and I said this last week, I don't have a problem with that. If, if the counties feel that's the safest thing for them to get sports in, then okay. And to the parents that are going to gripe about it uh, at, in Rockingham, and if it happens in Augusta County, the parents that gripe about it, I, what I'm going to say is look at Rockbridge. That's the alternative. Which would yeah. you rather have? Would you rather the kids have to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask to go to the game, or would you rather just your kid not play? Because I have a feeling I'm going to hear a lot of complaining on social media if it's what Rockbridge did. I'm going to hear complaining either way. But my my thing I... is, if this is an either-or situation – which one do you want more?
1: Yeah. How bad do you I want your kids to play? Noticed, I haven't noticed uh, an outrage coming from Rockingham County. Now I'm not as plugged in on social media into Rockingham County. I mean, Cody Elliott, um, right. the other guys, at the DNR are kind of my my hookups for that, and I haven't seen Cody overloaded with the complaints. I'm sure there's some. I, I'm sure I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not stupid enough to think there's none. You can say the sun's coming up, and there's going to be someone complaining about it. So you know, like it's that social media. So. I, I don't know. I would like to think people could kind of just, you know, begrudgingly move ahead and realize this is what's best for these kids to be able to play the sport. And, and your point of the alternative at Rockbridge is right on. And so I think forge ahead. And, um you know, as we've seen in other areas around the country that have this rule in place, I'm, I haven't seen a lot of negative attention come from as a result from this. I, I'll say probably complaints and people talking about it, but I haven't seen results that are really negative. Um, I think if it was really impacting the play of the kids, we'd be hearing about it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic um, that they're not wearing cinder block masks and can't actually breathe through it. They they're wearing a mask that suits what they need to do. And at work. So,
0: yeah, I imagine that'll be the case. <clears throat>
1: Excuse me. All right. Let's move on to what everybody is talking about, and that is the college football playoff. Um, we can have a range of discussion here, but trying to, you and I had a solid back and forth Sunday morning, and I tried to catch it before um, anything was announced, so that way we weren't just reacting; we were
0: well, we knew it was
1: going ahead of it. It was the least still. We surprising wound up, college we still wound up playoff. in the past where we live in the same argument that you and I have, and we just look at it differently. But dealing with what we have, we have four teams selected to play in this playoff, in this invitational playoff, is the, probably the right way to say this. And it's Alabama and Clemson, and neither of us have an argument there. I, no, no one has an argument there. Winner of the SEC, winner of the ACC. Then you have Ohio State, which there's arguments there, and then Notre Dame, which there's plenty of arguments there. What did you think about the top four? I think we both saw it coming. I think Saturday night, even with Notre Dame getting rocked, I think we both saw that still coming out that way. What did you think about those four? And and do you have a strong feeling of taking Notre Dame or Ohio State out?
0: So I knew who the top four were going to be when I went to bed. I knew who the top four were going to be when I woke up. Uh, and when I started watching the college football selection playoff show, and Jesse Palmer was saying, I think everybody knows who the four are going to be. It's just a question of what order. And I was like, no, not even what order. So, And then I asked yeah. myself, why am I watching this? And I shut it off because I knew what the order was going to be. Yeah. Jesse Palmer knew what the order was going to be. Everybody at that table, uh, Reese Davis called it his round table of knights or whatever. Um, everyone knew what the order was going to be. They weren't going to have Clemson and Notre Dame play back to back. No. That, th- so they were going to put why Notre Dame four.
1: If anybody doesn't want to see anything to do with this, the thing you most don't want to see is a rematch from a week ago. Like that yeah. that's just so, what you don't – it's terrible.
0: Where it gets hard is I, – look, I think I, Ohio State didn't play enough games to be considered one of the definite four best teams in the country, so I don't think they deserve to be in the playoff. I don't think Notre Dame deserved to be in the playoff after I watched them get the piss beat out, kicked out of them by Clemson in the ACC yeah. championship. I mean, that was I, that was a blowout. And so I, I, I have no desire to see they, them in the playoff.
1: I wish they would have used, I mean, people are clamoring for an expanded playoff and, and we can touch on that if we want to, but I think it would have been smart for the committee to kind of use the ACC championship game as, you know, a, a somewhat of a play of a playoff game. They've done it before with the sec. You've gone into that game and you've seen a team, whoever wins we're taken the loser. We're not. And that team would maybe have a case for that fourth spot, even losing in the sec championship. Um, I remember those debates, those years, I, I just, with it being so fresh, it's, it's just hard to look past that of here's this blowout. The argument I liked the best that I saw on Twitter, and I think I sent it to you that night, the next morning was you think Alabama and Clemson are the two best teams. I, I, that's what we think. And we'll see if that gets proven true. Likely we've seen Alabama rock, Texas, and we've seen Clemson rock Notre Dame, and and this is Clemson. I know Clemson lost earlier state to Notre Dame, but that wasn't the same Clemson team as who they have now and who they've been every other game with Trevor Lawrence and all their defensive guys on the field. We've already seen those blowouts happen. Like, why do we need to see them again? I I like that argument that we they've already had their chance against those teams, and you know if we're putting Alabama and Clemson in that upper echelon, why do we need to see it again? We're just switching the matchups basically and seeing. Let's let's go, um, a, a, or for the Alabama and now Notre Dame and leaving Texas A&M out. Looking at the resumes, it's just the resumes show why they put Notre Dame in there. I, I have to think, though, exp- is it the reason they have a person selection committee in place is so that they can like view the situation and th- there can be a little bit of eye test there? They can see like when and what... It's not just numbers being fed into a computer and spitting out a team, which they didn't like with the BCS. I, I'm not saying that we still don't get the same teams either way, but it seemed like there was no recognition of that fact, that we just watched Notre Dame get rocked. What, Like, why do they deserve a spot in this?
0: No, the reason we have people is so they can put in who they want to make the most money. That's why we have people.
1: Well, to to that point, though, the BCS standings, I sent them to you the other night, and it was—it's the same. Four it would teams, have been Texas be A&M.
0: No, Texas A&M was ahead of Notre Dame by a fraction of a point.
1: Was it? I missed. Mm-hmm. I—I forgot reading that. I thought it was the same, but I guess I was probably more focused on the whole Cincinnati argument when I sent that. Um,
0: well, Cincinnati so wasn't yeah. eight in the BCS either. So
1: then that—that w- that would make me think that, like, why? Then like, just go back to the computers and still do four teams or something. Like, if—if if you're worried about this selection committee and the human error or, you know, biasness and stuff, go back to computers. It's the problem with that. And I'm answering my own question is they're using AP poll. They're using coaches poll, which are people polls (laughs) to to help calculate in the BCS. So there's no perfect system. I, I, I always get back to that point and I don't, it's probably not worth anything is that it's I think it's a better system than we used to have. I think it's better than what we had in the late, you know, up until the late '90s, when the BCS came into play, around two till '98, I guess, um, where you just had the Orange Bowl was hosting like an ACC team and a, a another team. You'd have the Rose Bowl has the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. The SEC is going to the Sugar Bowl, and like then the results of that, people vote on a poll and get winners, and you get multiple national championship winners. I, I, I like that. There's at least some consensus that we get to one team i understand the complaints of how do we get to that who gets the chance to get it but i still enjoy what this system produces and i i haven't seen a national champion that i argue with since they put in the college football playoff
0: no i mean i don't you say that but like ohio state or was it Alabama? Alabama won the national championship the year they didn't even play in the SEC championship.
1: But then, but they won two games to do that. It wasn't just that like they were still yeah. Put but in what a sugar I'm bowl. saying
0: is they shouldn't have been in the playoff. Like, you they didn't even qualify for their conference championship.
1: But I, I guess I'm I, maybe I need to move on from this point. I still think this is a better system than it used to be because it used to be they would have just taken Alabama and shoved them in a Sugar Bowl because all the bowls were invitational. They didn't like most of the time they got the winners, but they still would have invited Alabama to that thing. And then after the polls were done, they would have won the national championship probably tied with somebody else or something. I, I mean, Ohio state won the national championship coming from a four seed one year. I, I don't know. I just, like I, when I watched that, one of those teams win two games in January or December 31st to January 11th, I, when I see them win those two games against teams that are ranked highly and people have put there for a reason I, that I guess sells it for me, I guess I watch it and I see a good team playing a good team and it sells it for me. I haven't argued with one of these national champions yet. It's not where they've just went on a hot streak or something like that. They, they won two games against hard teams. I mean, football is the sport where like upsets kind of happen the least it's where like the better team wins the highest percentage. I'm not a hundred percent, but like in basketball stuff happens. I mean we see that every March. We see a team that is not as good as another team and they catch fire shooting. I mean I mean Baltimore uh, Maryland Baltimore County is not a better team was not a better team than UVA that year. They had a they won the game they needed to win to advance. I I would say that for UVA. That's me complimenting UVA. That happens in basketball. In football you just see that ra- so much more rarely than you do in basketball.
0: I'd say you have to go back two weeks to see when it happened. It happened to Florida when they lost to LSU. LSU's not better than Florida. That's not
1: some grand upset. That's not... That is a
0: grand upset. LSU's unranked, and they're terrible this year. Florida is one of the four best teams in the country, in my opinion. If we're actually saying who are the four best teams in the country, Florida's one of them.
1: Okay, I guess I'm going for a bigger upset than that. Uh, But okay.
0: Okay, App State's not better than Michigan that year they won at the big house. JMU's not better than Virginia Tech that year they won at Lane Stadium.
1: Okay we're naming like singular games when we have a tournament where you see an upset every four games on Thursday and Friday, like you see four upsets on Thursday and four or five upsets on Friday, like four out of the, well,
0: according to the committee, Louisiana upsetting Iowa state was unimaginable and Kansas state beating Oklahoma is unimaginable.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, you weren't, I was surprised that Oklahoma jumped up that high. I just didn't see I that. I told
0: country. you they were going to do it, Leland. They're never going to put a G5 team in, which let's go ahead and get but to this point. Go that's ahead and break, break it off. Break it off. You're the power five. You're so much better than these peon G5s. Then break away and agree to never play them because you shouldn't ever want to play a peon school if you're actually the big, tough power five. Unless you just want the them around so you can crap on them.
1: I'm fine with the breakaway plan. I, I actually, multiple years now, I've been, yeah, let's, let's break this off.
0: I'd rather watch the G5 national championship this year. It's more exciting to me. I already know who's going to win the power five national championship. It's going to be Alabama.
1: So you, so the idea of that Cincinnati versus BYU and coastal versus San Jose state, you'd rather watch that than. Mm -hmm. See, I wouldn't like when I saw that tweet or whatever, it just read like an FCS championship to me. Like you don't like watching the FCS. You always say, I'd rather watch like the big games on, you know, the sec or watch football that matters than watch JMU playing, uh, Elon. Like I, I look at that Cincinnati BYU and especially coastal Carolina versus San Jose state. And I, I don't have any fire for that. That's why I want to see, like, I'd rather see, but see I so think like,
0: Cincinnati is better than Ohio state. So like, I don't think they're far inferior. Like you do. I, I don't buy into that false premise that the power five has been feeding us and so the, and the college football playoffs. I think Cincinnati beats Georgia. Georgia's not good. Okay, I, I like Georgia. Georgia's not good this year.
1: Okay. I just... I and here's f- the
0: thing. If I was Cincinnati and I beat and I beat Georgia, especially if I beat them handily, I claim a national championship like UCF did. It doesn't matter if people like Leland laugh at you. The Power Five is too scared to play you. They don't want you in because they're scared of what might happen. So they're never going to let you in. So you just claim it. Print shirts, print well, hats, hang up a banner.
1: Playoff, before a college football playoff, you had undefeated Auburn sitting there without a national championship so at least multiple like more than two teams even get a chance at this now
0: yeah it took an undefeated sec team not getting in to create a college football playoff what does that tell you Leland?
1: like six years later eight years later
0: yeah but they started to seriously have the conversation so what does it tell you
1: well cincinnati's not going to drive the needle cincinnati needs to beat georgia i think to to help the use the same argument UCF's already been trying to make and build the brand of what they a it doesn't matter uh, it doesn't matter
0: they could beat Georgia by 100 points they're never gonna put Cincinnati or a G5 team in they're never gonna do it Cincinnati next year can go out and house Notre Dame you know what they're gonna say we used
1: to have a power six we used to it used to be not a power five it used to be a power six we had a big east that Virginia Tech and Miami yeah and then they and then the ACC
0: went and raided them and then so then they said you know what this conference doesn't matter
1: believe that an AAC, t- C, an AAC team win in these New Year Six games like UCF has done at least You are the most gullible Auburn. man on the planet, Leland. It can only help it. It ain't going to hurt it.
0: it. You're the most gullible man on the planet. If they didn't put him in this year with an Ohio State team that has played six games the entire season, and Notre Dame team that got absolutely thrashed the week before the college football playoff, they're never going to put them in. They put teams ahead of them in this poll. They put Oklahoma what? in there. What has Oklahoma what done this year? What would you say
1: if Ohio State or Notre Dame wins one of those games?
0: Like, I would be would the most say? I would be shocked.
1: I mean, it would surprise me too. I, I think the same eye test that I'm using that I think some of these teams are better than other teams and you discredit me for, I also think Clemson and Alabama are better. I I don't think Clemson and Alabama gap is as big, I think, as you do. I think you think Alabama's just gonna rock everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's a a uh, rocking game i think it's a close game
0: i think if trevor lawrence throws a pick like he did against notre dame notre dame alabama alabama's not kicking field goals Alabama's scoring touchdowns alabama might have the three best offensive players in I the mean, country on one team a,
1: a quarterback can throw an interception
0: but what i'm saying is alabama has the three best offensive players in the country all on their own team all on that team they're gonna just and one of them by the way the fourth best offensive player in the country has been hurt most of the year
1: I don't know who wins the Heisman. I think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Matt Jones.
0: I think you're wrong. And I think neither one of them win
1: it. Yeah. That receiver did.
0: He's gotten a lot <laughs> of play. He's gotten a lot right of play at the
1: right time. And that award is strictly people like, there's no computer involved there. That's people. And the lasting image is him scoring Recency five touchdowns. Bias. Yep. On their Recency way to the plays a
0: big key. Yeah. That's a big key for him.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, other bowl games, I. it's funny that they got the Liberty Coastal Carolina game set up. They have in the Camping World Stadium. No, and it's the, the easiest bowl thing to do because
0: them. if you put them against Power 5 teams and they beat them, then it it, it, def, it destroys their whole argument that these schools don't belong.
1: Well, those were like, Liberty didn't have any tie-in. Liberty, one, two weeks ago, was worried about making a bowl game and only having one loss. Um, Coastal Carolina, that conference, do not they have that tie in there
0: yeah which gets I'm me built. to my next point now we've we figured it out tonight before we got on here but army finally got a bowl game to play west virginia which i'm happy about because the idea of south carolina being in a bowl or tennessee being in a bowl and not army is offensive but it brings me to my next point let's get rid of the bowl tie-ins i, I know it's about money can it but can it be a little less about money
1: in a normal year it's not this is that's my like hesitation about like a lot of the discussion right now is like, I don't want to use just this year as any like driving force for change because this year is so different. How many years do you have Ohio state playing half as many games as anybody else? You'd never have that. Like it just doesn't happen that way. Like, so that argument involved and the people playing less teams and even the smaller conferences, like, you know, the Sunbelt and playing less teams, the San Jose States conference played last team, the whole Pac 12 played less game. Like, and then they got ravaged with COVID worse than the Big Ten did. Like, this year is just so weird. The bowl tie-ins almost every other year don't ever leave out an Army. I mean, Army is locked in for that bowl game, and they like they had no one to play over there because of everybody else dropping yeah, out. Yeah, but I, I'm, what I'm like, saying, Leland, is some, I'm, even I'm in most
0: years, it. even in most years, these conference tie-ins, we don't need them. Just put the – if you're going to have that many bowl games, at least put the best, you know, 64 teams or whatever in, regardless of their conference affiliation.
1: But they they do every other year like they they do like the, the old, where the line gets drawn every other time is like a five and six team or a six and five. Like that's where the line's drawn way down there. It's not a nine, nine and one teams don't get left out any other year. There's plenty of opponents to go around and there's plenty of places for these. I mean, they canceled how many bowl games? I mean, it's like double digits, right? It's like 10, 11 bowl games. They canceled because they didn't have enough teams to fill it. And there, and up until this afternoon, there was an odd man out and just happened to be nine in one army. Who's an independent and couldn't get there.
0: Yeah. But that's my, I mean, army has a bowl tie in with then Get in a conference
1: like Notre Dame, get in a freaking conference.
0: I don't think a conference wants army. I think that's one of the problems.
1: Well, they got Air Force in a conference. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of conferences aren't expanding right now, Leland. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Well, every other year, this isn't a problem. I guess is where I start. So I I don't know. I don't like (laughs) the
0: bowl system. I want to get rid of bowls. That's, that's first and foremost. All those people with the money. I don't like bowls. Yeah. Which again, I know college football is about money, but can it be a little less about money?
1: But the bowl system allows six and five whatever team from the Sun Belt to go have an end of a season celebration.
0: It allows a lot of other teams that don't need to be in a bowl game in a bowl game too. Look, I'm the biggest G5 fan here. I don't need to see six and five Sun Belt.
1: I don't need to see San Jose State play in Alabama. Like, you haven't said anything about San Jose tonight. San Jose State wouldn't they, be playing Alabama. Why aren't you going crazy about San Jose State getting uh, screwed right now? They're undefeated. They've won every game they, they can. They wouldn't
0: be playing Alabama in my system.
1: Who would they be playing?
0: Uh, UAB. And they would kill UAB.
1: That Would you turn that television on?
0: No, but I'm not going to turn on Alabama versus problem Notre problem Dame.
1: I'm not turning on system. Alabama versus
0: Notre Dame either. I don't need to see it.
1: Yeah, a lot of other people are, and a lot of the casual fans are. I think it's strange that you're not going to turn on the television. Let me tell you sure how many interesting playoff games.
0: It. Let me tell you how many interesting playoff games are going to happen in the semifinals. Zero. Let me tell you yeah. if you have a sixteen-team tournament with each conference champion and six at large. There's at least, let's see, that's what four games. If
1: Alabama, no, no eight no, no, games. No, no, no. There's at least Hold four. Hold on a second, Joe. Hold on a second. If you think Alabama and Clemson are so much better than everybody else. Wouldn't the semifinals still be blowouts in your system, too?
0: Yeah, but at least I'm going to have some interesting tournament playoff games on the way there. And everybody gets in. Again, it's the March Madness argument. I like March Madness because everybody gets a seat at the table.
1: I My resistance to that is...
0: We hate UMBC I, upsetting UVA. We'd rather just have the committee go in and pick the 68 best teams regardless of conference champions and then just never see an upset of anything.
1: My resistance to that is I don't have college football, college basketball as a priority viewing in my life until March in the tournament. And I, that's where
0: you don't need to have college football regular season as a priority anyway, because Iowa state was number six going into the big 12 championship. I, Oklahoma I is number six. Now you don't need to I have like the regular the season as a priority. That when LSU,
1: when SEC West team plays an SEC West team in October or November, I like that it kind of starts to be a potential uh, elimination game.
0: Yeah, and just like when have, Auburn beat as Alabama,
1: eight team playoff. That's not an elimination game. You're just going to assume the two best teams from the SEC West are going to be in that playoff because you're going to get three SEC teams in there.
0: Just like when Alabama lost to Auburn in the Iron Bowl, and then Auburn lost in the SEC Championship. Alabama didn't get to play in the SEC Championship, and they made the playoff anyway, and they won the national championship because the regular season mattered. They, you didn't need to watch that Iron Bowl. That game didn't matter.
1: But they beat good teams in that season. They beat a bunch of good teams.
0: That season didn't matter, though. I'm going to have to go back and look and see who they played.
1: They were playing in the best conference, and they lost the one SEC West game. They beat other good teams. You're, like, there's no way you're going to tell me they didn't beat another good team that season.
0: I don't know a lot of things. A lot of years, I think, outside of that, like three, like a, lot of years, a lot of years outside of the top of three SEC teams, I think teams teams it's today. an overrated conference. So I, I probably will not have that hard of a time doing that. But
1: hold on, it's overrated. It's the best. Which conference is better than the SEC, Joe? How is it overrated? How if it if it's number one? Because
0: I think the top three.
1: Will you one. please?
0: I said the top three teams usually are really really good. But outside of that, I don't think that conference is really, really good. I think it's a lot of overrated teams that, oh, they're in the SEC, so they must be a top 25 team.
1: Who's the best conference?
0: If we're talking about the top of the conference, it's still the SEC. But if we're talking about top to bottom, it differs year to year.
1: Okay, who was it this year? This year? Hold on, let
0: me do a quick look here. Well, if we're going by top 25 teams, it's the ACC, Leland. Do we think
1: that? Do you think that? I don't think that. I asked you. Who is the best conference? You're not going to like my answer. <laughs> Cuz Tulsa's so great, I guess. I don't, Like I don't I don't think much of the Big 12, so I don't really care that Tulsa beat two Big 12 teams. And so when Cincinnati has a tight game with Tulsa, it, it just still doesn't move the needle for me. I watch Cincinnati play football and I see guys that are slower than the guys on the other TV that are playing in front of me that on Florida, like you say, in Florida is good. I, I just don't see the same talent level. I'm not saying that they are going to get rocked by every single other team in the big tent in the top 10. I think Cincinnati can like play some games we're gonna see. We both think in the semifinal we're gonna see Alabama and Clemson rock whoever they play. It doesn't matter who they play. So I'm fine with the system still giving me a national champion. If they put an 18 playoff game, I'll watch it. I'll watch pretty much every game. But beyond 18 playoff, I don't. I don't know how. To
0: then, then here's the what. I, then we go back to what I, I said earlier. Care. Just split them. Like, Just split them. It's over. Just I'm split fine
1: them. With that. I'm fine with that. That's why this conversation, that conversation doesn't last long. Cause I'm good with that. I'd rather in September watch power five on power five, non-conference games. I think that's better. Ad mo- I think it's like more legitimate that it could happen because ad money will want that. They want those big name schools playing big name schools. They don't really want to see Louisiana Lafayette and whoever. And that, and that's still FCS or FBS uh, TV money. Doesn't want to see FBS schools playing FCS schools. So yeah, power five on power five is fine with me. And then you can take some of the top FCS teams like North Dakota state and JMU and the other ones and put them up there with, <laughs> with other teams that are getting left out of the power five thing. I still think if they went to some kind of separated thing, they're going to grab the programs that stick their nose in there out of the AAC, AAC probably. And that's it. I don't know if what Bo- Boise state would do or the mountain West anybody on the mountain West, but people are going to be – it's not just going to be the power five as we know it now and those teams only. It would it would be expanded a little bit from that.
0: I'm just saying, if you're if you're not going to – if over half the teams in the country know before a single snap in the college football season, they, it doesn't matter how good they are, they're not going to be in the college football playoff, then your system is broken, and you don't determine a true national champion in my opinion. So go ahead and either kick them out altogether and let them have their own playoff, Mm -hmm. Or or let them in and expand the playoff and let them in.
1: The idea of the 18 playoff that I like the best is like just taking the top G5 team and not saying you can't have two G5 teams, but at least saying you have to have one G5 team. So like this year would be Cincinnati and having them involved. I don't mind that. I don't mind an eighteen playoff. That's that's kind of where I am. And I think a year ago when we had this argument, I said the same thing. Like eighteen, like I don't I don't think that's excessive. I I, I don't like sixteen. I think it creates a lot of games late in a season that I don't care about. And I get those in bowl games right now and I don't watch them. I don't need them here either. I I don't know.
0: Okay. So the I'd rather be
1: excited about every single game in that tournament than I would Uh, uh, like i would like on a on an you're not playoff. excited I, about I,
0: every single march madness game but you watch them so i mean that's my point you would watch them you say you wouldn't but you would
1: because i have four going on at the same time and, and they would try so hard to get these games spread out so as many of them could be on solo as they can and i mean i think that's what i enjoy about basketball tournament is like having the three four tvs set up and like i think no in the first what, round they
0: still would do that i think they'd have two windows and they'd or three windows, and they would stack some of the games.
1: Yeah. I Just would, like they do with college bowl it's games. It's going to be hard for the money surrounding that to convince them of doing that, because right now they do all these bowl games in separate windows, and except for on New Year's Day, you get a couple that are um, stacked because it's New Year's Day, and everybody wants those New Year's Day slots, and everybody's off work, but they have so many bowl games. I mean, they're at five and nine and five and nine, and then on the weekends, 12, 4, and eight, like leading up to New Year's weekend, like all these, all this money that's already involved in this postseason for the sport has separate time windows, and and you have these. They stack sponsor. a lot of
0: those bowl games once it's New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I I don't. I, I don't think they would have a problem with the first round stacking games. Three windows yeah, of like three or four. I'm just games not excited about a 16
1: team playoff. I just I, it's not what I want at all. Okay. I watch, I'll, be yes. sure I I'll be sure to I remind you that we're I'll be sure to remind you of
0: that when we're watching March Madness, how bad it it's is.
1: Too, I just it's, it's, I, I'm there for two different things I guess man I, I enjoy both like yeah I
0: one you both. one you have been told hey this is actually a really good thing and the other one you've been told well we can't have that because and we have a whole list of reasons that actually aren't the reasons we just can't do it and so now you believe that you can't do it and that you wouldn't want to watch it the year, by the way, that we were talking about that Al- I said Alabama didn't
1: deserve to go, uh, here is who. But then they beat two teams in December and January and, and won that. Well, just, I'm yeah. just saying, you know, if who, we're trying to
0: determine if the regular
1: season matters,
0: time. Leland, I, I'm trying to be honest with you, because if the regular, the regular season, matters, season matters, then. Well, the regular season doesn't matter, Thane. So the year that Alabama didn't even qualify for the SEC championship, but was still considered good enough to be in the playoff because we couldn't have UCF in that year that was the one thing we couldn't have here is who they beat that was uh ranked at the time and again this goes back to my point of the SEC getting the benefit of the doubt okay now their opener was against Florida State who was number three in the country at that time and Florida State went on to have a terrible season and not even finish in the top 25 here is who else they beat leland that was ranked they at the time lsu was ranked 19th despite having getting gotten housed by 30 points against mississippi state they lost to troy who again is from one of those conferences that is so unspeakable that they could never let in the college football playoff and uh then alabama beat them that was supposed to matter uh and alabama only beat them by 14. Mississippi State was another one of those ranked teams. Here's who Mississippi State lost to. They lost to Georgia, they lost to Auburn, they lost to Alabama, and then they lost to all of those, okay. But then they lost to Ole Miss at the end of the year. So that should have taken some credit away from Alabama's win. So technically, Alabama played Auburn, and they lost at the end of the year. But the regular season doesn't matter because they still made it to the college football playoff, despite having not even played in their conference, despite having not beaten... Uh, made it in their conference championship, and they still won. So, again, Leland, beat, you didn't have to watch a single Alabama game all year because they didn't matter because in the one so that Clemson mattered the most, and the one that and mattered Jordan the most, good. they lost. They didn't even make it to their co- conference championship game, but were still good enough to get in the playoff.
1: And then win two games. And prove that they belonged in, the, in that because they beat the number one and number three team.
0: Which gives credence to my argument to expand the playoff.
1: Yeah, those same eyes are looking at Cincinnati and not putting them in. Well, those same eyes, well, those same
0: eyes said, are going to look man, at it because pretty good,
1: and they, because they
0: don't want Cincinnati in. Because if Cincinnati gets in, if UCF would have gotten in and upset those teams, then they would have had to say, oh, I guess that, uh, you know, maybe the SEC isn't just, you know, some God's gift of football, and maybe the ACC isn't God's gift of football, and certainly the Big 12 and Big 10 aren't God's gift of football. So maybe some of these other conferences have good teams too.
1: Who was better than the SEC this year? I still want to know that answer.
0: When you say stuff like that, Leland, it makes me wish Virginia Tech had never been allowed in the national championship the year they went undefeated. And they would have just said, well, the Big East isn't, you know, it's not the SEC. It's not the Big Ten. Auburn had that happen
1: to them in 2005. They run undefeated and and didn't get in.
0: Yeah, and it was a crock when that happened.
1: And so so, so eventually they got to expand the playoff.
0: And I'm so, saying when a team goes undefeated, they deserve a shot. I don't care what conference they play in. If they go undefeated, they deserve a shot. Notre Dame's not in a conference. If they go undefeated, we give them a chance.
1: I I just don't think San Jose state needs a shot.
0: They went undefeated. Put them in.
1: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. JMU, uh, North Dakota state goes undefeated. JMU goes undefeated.
0: Yeah. And they get in the playoffs, and they they, they have a 24-team tournament.
1: So, but do we think they're as good as Alabama?
0: It's a different division.
1: Okay, but they've won all their games playing the same sport and relatively... Not really. I mean, the they've played goals. a
0: different division. Okay. They haven't played the same sport.
1: I think what San Jose State plays is not as good as what Alabama plays. So I'm fine. Then that's why we keep coming back to the split it off. Then I I agree with that. that that's, we're not arguing about
0: that. But if you're not going to split it off, then put them in and have a playoff that's representative of your whole division, not just I, half of your division.
1: It doesn't excite me to have it being all inclusive because I just think we we get to. And in March, I'm going to call gonna you about.
0: a hypocrite and I'm going to laugh at you.
1: It's a different. Sport. No, it's no, it's not.
0: Well, yes, Basketball it is. And it is a different not a sport. Different sport. Yes, it is a different sport, (laughs) but it's the same point. It's the same thing. The college basketball tournament is representative of the entire division. Division one. Does the CAA (laughs) team get in there and get clubbed like a baby seal more years than not? Yes. Does it mean I'm going to say we should not allow the CAA champion in the tournament anymore? No. Does the Summit League team get in there and get clubbed? Yes. Am I going to start petitioning for the Summit League champion to never be allowed in the tournament? No.
1: Do you you know though, some conferences don't have all their teams in the conference tournament? So even in college basketball, that is this the best tournament, best system ever, you still have teams that don't get an opportunity to win.
0: In their conference like, tournament? Yeah, that's determined their, in the regular season though. And each conference They gets, don't even
1: get a chance
0: to each win. Each conference leagues. gets in the tournament. You should be excited about that. The regular season matters. Maybe you should watch those conferences because that's what you want. You want a regular season that matters.
1: It's not a point of view into me until, until closing in on March.
0: And it's the most exciting thing in college sports, is it not?
1: Yeah, it's fun to watch. I I like watching college football. Yeah, it
0: would suck team. if college football did that. That would suck. Okay. Let's move it's, on.
1: I, I think the fact. Let's move able to on. It would suck. It would suck if the
0: tournament and the college football weeks playoff weeks was exciting. It would suck. Here. It would be terrible for it.
1: Are you sick of those same teams just being in it every year?
0: Yeah, no, that's Clemson not bad for the sport. Expanding terrible. the playoff would be bad for the sport. But watching Clemson, Alabama, and either Ohio yeah. State or Oklahoma play every Patriot, year,
1: we watched the same four teams in the AFC come out of the AFC since 1995, and t- and before that we had the same team come out of the AFC for four years in a row. Uh, so, but that sport seems to be okay. We've had the same teams in college football forever.
0: You know, they have an actual playoff. Could you imagine if the NFL said, you know what? The NFC East champion, we're just not going to let him in the NFL playoffs this year.
1: That's what people wanted to do back in September.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But the NFL is inclusive of its whole league. So every division champion makes the playoffs.
1: People are making that exact argument in October. (laughs)
0: But the NFL is smarter than fans, and it's more fair than college football, so every division chance gets get in the playoffs. still the playoff.
1: same teams coming out of the AFC every year. You At least they the have Patriots, an actual playoff. Steelers and Peyton Manning's team. At
0: least they have an actual playoff. And if Clemson and Alabama are good enough, then they'll be able to survive a 16-team playoff. What yeah, do they and care? They will
1: still have semifinals that are blowouts.
0: Good. At least they'll have an actual playoff along the way.
1: That's fine. I'll, I'll, the sad thing is, I'll watch whatever they put in front of my face. I like college football. I'm glad we have it this year. I'm glad we had a freaking season.
0: I hate it. We should have canceled it. Anyway. I don't want to talk about this Virginia Tech thing. I did, yeah,
1: that's fine. It was forever. Um, college basketball. The Hokies are playing right now, and they are going to win this ball game by 30 points against Lawnwood, which is good. So they'll improve to six and one and uh, improve on their, I think, what were they, 24th? What were they? What ranking did we get today? We're in top 25, and we're going to improve on that 20-ish ranking, 24-ish ranking. Uh, so that's good. We are really reliant on the three-point shot, and I would like to mm-hmm. see... I was excited in those first couple games seeing productivity down low, and it seems to not... Be there as much these last couple games so i'd like to see more scoring from our from the paint because we're just really reliant on the three-point shot
0: well that's where basketball is going so i don't know what to tell you about that
1: yeah I, then i would like to be better at the three point shot because <laughs> yeah. like we we just we're we're struggling there so I'd, I'd like to have like a little better system of scoring in the paint i yeah okay
0: I'm, I'm not arguing that we need to be better at shooting threes. I'm just telling you that's where the sport's going. So you, that's kind of how you get better is you just make more. So
1: should I just sit back and just not say anything more? Because I tell you why the college football money doesn't want that sport to go away. And I'm, you just to you I'm just trying to be you
0: on this argument. I'm just trying to be you on this argument and just tell you how it is. Like, is. I'm just trying to help you, Leland. That's what this has always been about. It's been about trying to represent you and what you want to do and just like you always tell me the college football playoff is never going to expand because they don't want it to expand and this is the way it is they're never going to let these teams in you might as well just get on board i'm telling you going into the paint has been deemed by the basketball nerds as not as efficient as just chucking up threes and making some of them so yeah. that's what they're I mean, going to Zion
1: do. williamson's pretty useless
0: I mean, if you want to have this game, like it's from the NBA on down, like teams are shooting more threes now than they ever have.
1: I understand that. I'd like to my team, my Virginia Tech team, to be a little less reliant on it. It seems like we don't have another option. So on a cold night, we can't get like a jump start and get some confidence with our guys with some downloads down low scoring. Um, Okay, I'm wrong to think that. That's fine. UVA hasn't played in weeks. Mm-hmm. they got their game against William and Mary finally back on the schedule, I believe Tuesday, the 22nd. We'll
0: <laughs> but see. you
1: might want to check before then. Uh, to, that's Tuesday at two. This podcast probably be on after that. They'll beat William and Mary, but they had a great scheduled game against Gonzaga, who I believe is that number one team out there. Uh, that's for Saturday, the 26th, the day after Christmas at four o'clock, that game will get a lot of views. A lot of people will be off work that day and able to be in front of a television. Uh, and that's a nice non-conference game right there.
0: Yeah, I really hope that one is able to be played because that is going to be an exciting game. And we, just like we said, you know, the Villanova or the Michigan state game are going to be barometers for uva to tell how what kind of season gonzaga is going to be a real one because that that team is legit good now they're not in a power everybody yeah they're not in a power conference thank god they had an ncaa tournament to where they could prove they belong uh unlike college football they had to
1: do it year after year after year before like people actually took them seriously i know so
0: and unfortunately uh for you know the college football equivalent they won't ever get that opportunity so that sucks
1: cincinnati's in the top like six every single year they probably Probably will notice it, yeah.
0: They probably will never get in because they'll just say, well, it's the AAC, and we don't respect the AAC because, you know, we got to take three-loss Oklahoma even though they lost to a team from the AAC because, well, we've heard of Oklahoma, and that's who we feel more comfortable with. Because it's okay. actually not about getting the four best teams. It's about getting the four best brands. Which, if that's the case, again, I mean, we don't need to play the regular season. So let's no, just be, they, they, let's just they, make they it want, official and not they play. They want
1: regular season games. They want to make money in October. Uh, all right, NFL, Chiefs. Beat the Saints in a entertaining game. That one was relatively close the whole time. I think it got a lot closer there at the end. Um, Saints had Drew Brees back. That's kind of the biggest news of the NFC is that Drew Brees is back. Everybody knew he'd be coming back. Um, the Packers. Oh shoot, I don't even know what did the Packers. The Packers won yesterday, didn't they? I don't know. I assume they did. So I assume they're still the one seed. Um, but the Saints played the Chiefs tight. I I, I don't know if that makes me think better about the Saints with Drew Brees back, or if it just makes me think that the Chiefs aren't a mile ahead. Like I keep trying to think they are. They they don't come out strong in a lot of games, and it's it's going to bite them. And you can't you can't live on the edge like that week after week.
0: I think that's the one team that can do it because they proved it in the playoffs
1: last year. They did it twice in the playoffs last year. I I just they did it last year. That's fine, and they won a championship. I just. It makes it would make me nervous as a Chiefs fan going this year because you have you get into a game with the Titans and like you don't wake up early enough. You might not get there. I I would love to say the Steelers, but the Steelers just continue to look
0: the, the opposite Packers, of what they looked. The Packers won one of those uh, Saturday games I didn't watch in the NFL.
1: Oh, yeah, those happened. Well,
0: mm-hmm. I.
1: I do. I do think my opinion of the Chiefs is starting to come back down a little bit, uh, and, and maybe they'll okay. start rolling again. And say, it'll be fine. I still think they're the best team. Terrible. I just don't think they're a mile ahead.
0: I don't know who's gonna beat them. It's not gonna be your Steelers who are down seventeen nothing at the half. Yeah. To the Bengals. Second half
1: started and they're, and, and, and they're still down. Uh, yeah, the Steelers. I don't. We'll I need just, your Steelers to not... wake
0: up and beat the Colts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> beat the Colts. <laughs> I hope so. I hope
1: they win every game they play in. So, yeah, I hope that happens.
0: And then beat um, the Browns at the end of the year, too. That would be great. Yeah. I need the Ravens favorite. to not be 11-5 and five and miss the playoffs. That's what I need.
1: <laughs> um, your Ravens, yeah, they won against the Jaguars. The big thing about the Jaguars is that they now own possession of the number one pick as it stands uh, mm-hmm. because the Jets went and won a game like a bunch of idiots. And so now the Jaguars can have the best quarterback coming out of college football uh, if they want them. And uh, they seem like a team that needs a quarterback. So that's the most, that was probably the biggest storyline of the weekend was the Jets losing more than, (laughs) or just winning, uh, failing to lose. Uh, That was what, that's what it seemed everybody was talking about in the NFL this morning.
0: Can I just say, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to fix either one of these teams.
1: Yeah. But watching Joe Burrow, like early in the season, I thought he looked pretty good. And like, I, I, I think I don't know. I, I think Trevor Lawrence can be good. I, I don't. I don't think it's a slam dunk. This isn't what I thought when it was um, Andrew Luck coming out. I thought that was a. Slam I was going to say. Like,
0: I, I keep hearing he's getting the best steal. grades since Andrew Luck. And it, I, hey, maybe maybe he is that maybe, good. I, what worry? What would worry me is this is kind of the first year he's put it all together, and so I'm kind of like, okay, well, how much of it is like he's just surrounded by absolute elite talent at Clemson? Versus, he can do this at the next level.
1: I, the the thing about the Jaguars, like I'm not saying I if like,
0: I was the Jets or the Jags, I wouldn't draft him. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm yeah. just saying, I don't the know if he can fix the him.
1: Jaguars. Is I think they have more hope than the Jets. I don't have any faith that the Jets can get turned around with whoever they draft high. I the Jaguars are this team that like have I believe the same ownership group for a long time. The <laughs> Yeah, the, the fan support there is what puts a big negative spin on that because they they've had times where they're good. It wasn't that many years ago they went and beat the Steelers in a playoff game. Like they they've been good here and there. It's just their their lows are low. They they don't ride a medium, but they can peak back up. And I wonder if they have a consistent good quarterback and don't have to draft a new quarterback every three or four years. I just wonder if they could have another peak, and it could be with Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence would be good. I just don't know if he's as much of a slam duck as I gave Andrew Luck credit for, but also I didn't see Herbert coming. Uh, Burrow is honestly better than I thought he would be when he, when he was playing before he was injured. So I, I think I, I have more faith in Trevor Lawrence than I did with Burrow last year coming in, coming in or Herbert coming in, but now you'd only hope for him to do as well as those guys looked at points this season. So yeah, I, well, it'll be interesting to see if the Jaguars can lose out. Uh, it's interesting. be you smart s- to lose out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting you say that, because to me, I thought that year the Jags were just lucky. They had a pretty easy schedule because they had been last place in that division for, I don't know, forever. And then they kind of got in there. Their defense was really good, but their offense was kind of a haphazard mess. Yeah. So to me, I was kind of like,
1: you know what a team like that looks like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, um, and and I kind of felt like they got lucky and I couldn't believe they almost beat the Patriots. Like, that was the most shocking part of it all.
1: That's, that's the thing. Their
0: defense was an elite defense. They nearly won another one. Yeah. their, Their defense was an elite defense. Their offense was just kind of a mess. Um,
1: See, I think those memories is what stick. Like why I wasn't believing in in the Titans, and I, I I think I'm proven wrong. Like the Titans are better than that; they're more solid than I thought they were. But like that was what was in my memory. Well, this year the offense are the
0: opposite. This year the Titans are their offense is elite
1: and their defense is a mess. But. Yeah, but just based on what, like, coming into the season. And what I view as like,
0: the Jags' heyday. I mean, that was, like, the Mark Brunel, Freddie Taylor, Keenan McCardell, Jimmy Smith days. Like, and Tony Brackens on the defense, Tony Baselli on the line. Like, you got to go back, uh, you know, over a decade, almost two decades, to get to where I think, like, the Jags were the last time they were relevant. So, when you say you think the Jags can turn around quicker than the Jets, maybe. I think both of those franchises are in trouble. I don't...
1: I just, the Jets, like continually make terrible decisions and it feels like it's gone on for so long now like they were they i feel were like the jets have been in s- when well, they had rex no. ryan right
0: i guess it's just so, the Raiders
1: game they almost won so yeah again.
0: rex ryan the sanchise yeah that was yeah. like mid-2000s
1: but then also the butt fumble happened around then too so it's like well that was a few years sorry. later but yeah i, I mean think you've had like i feel like from memory and while i'm trying to click it uh bring it up I feel like there's been three runs of the Jags. Like they were kind of good coming out of the gate. They, they were in that AFC championship game, like their expansion year. So like,
0: yeah, that was the nineties.
1: Okay. And then they were good. Like while I was in college, like mid two thousands and. Um,
0: the David Garrard years, they were okay. But that was like when the jets were in the AFC championship.
1: Here we go. So, yeah, I mean, the Jaguars were in their second year. I think they lost yeah. the conference. Okay, so to the so Broncos. they were second, second, first, first in their division in the late 90s. And then, the yeah, AFC they had a run Central of days. seconds in the middle 2000. That's what I'm thinking. They were seconds with Del Rio as coach, 0405, um, and then 07 and 10. I don't know. It just. I I guess to me, it just feels like they, I mean, they won the division in 2017. Their lows are bad. I'm not saying their lows aren't bad. Like they are, they've been the worst team in football for some stretches twice in the last 20 years. I just, I guess just like today, I feel like they could do more than what the Jets could do next year. Like with a couple players, like a couple drafted players. Yeah, maybe. It's just my feeling. I don't know. I have no idea if the numbers set me up for that. I did no research saying that. I just, it seems like the Jets are so hopeless. And it probably is the fact that you get the New York media always down on them. And, you know, they get piled in with, like, the Knicks and how terrible they are. And, like, none of that's fair. None of that's accurate for this actual discussion. It's just, I don't know. Poorly run organization. It seems like the Jaguars are a better organization than what the Jets are.
0: Anywho. The Washington football team is—they uh, lost to Seattle. Haskins tried to lead them on a comeback. <sighs> I don't know what you do if you're the football team. I don't know if you try to sign a free agent quarterback in the offseason and wait to draft a quarterback. I don't know if you draft a quarterback in the draft. I think part of that determines on whether you go to the playoffs or not this year. Because what's Alex where Smith?
1: You is he not coming back next week?
0: I'm talking about the future.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to do, do something. It's not Haskin. Haskins. Answer. I, I
0: don't, don't know, know if... Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is I don't know if you draft a quarterback or not. I think that depends on if you make the playoffs, where your draft pick is. But...
1: Yeah, you got to see who's going to be what... They're going to be in the 12 to 18 range either way. Right? How many teams make the playoffs If you make now? the playoffs,
0: yeah, I don't know. You could be higher if you make the playoffs than if you don't make
1: the I was the trying playoffs. to get that last spot, like 18. I thought 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. was that spot. That'd I don't be, know. What, 12 playoff teams.
0: Um, well, then it'll be lower than that because they've expanded the playoffs to 14 playoff teams, but whatever. Okay,
1: so 16. So somewhere point in there. Is,
0: and if you yeah. win, then that's going to push you up even higher. But point you know, you're is.
1: You're already six and eight.
0: Point is. Haskins is not the answer.
1: No, I agree wholeheartedly.
0: He's bad. Watching him play like in the fleeting moments they put him on the red zone. There were just too many plays where I was like dear Lord, you're a terrible. And I will say this, whoever Dan Snyder says, if it is, if you come to the draft, whether it's this year or next year, when you come to the draft and Dan Snyder comes to you and says, I absolutely love this quarterback. You do not draft that kid. He has absolutely loved RG three and he has absolutely loved Dwayne Haskins. And both of those have been miserable for that franchise so you absolutely you ask him who he wants and who he loves but then you purposefully pick another player
1: what's sad is like just i guess my friendship with a bunch of redskins fan is like i i I wanted rg3 to work out so well i had a facebook memory today eight years ago today i was handing out shirts on christmas that was like this rg3 kind of badass looking logo that was in maroon and gold and it was like I changed I changed the world words like hail to the redskins to um RG3 like it was just I liked it so much. I wanted that guy to be good for me. I I believed that he was like the answer for them. I was wrong. But then this Haskins kid, he's from Maryland, like right right close grew, grew up a redskins fan and stuff like that. I just it'd be nice if the football team could have a good quarterback. <laughs> Because it's just like, I, I don't know. I guess I just feel sorry for the fan base. I, and that's I, being friends with people. It's just, it's not like Daniel Snyder makes me want to root for the team. It's just, just one of these quarterbacks to be good would be uh, for like multiple years would be just a nice thing for them. I looked at the draft order. 19 is the last playoff making draft pick because there's 32 NFL teams. So Washington is likely going to have a pick between 19 and 12 or somewhere in there. So there's there somewhere in there. So
0: unless they win the first round playoff game and then you get bumped up a few spots,
1: then you go to twenty five.
0: Oof, But.
1: Yeah, I don't project Washington winning a playoff game at this point, I, don't, I think it can happen. I think there's a stat
0: that no team under five hundred has lost a first round playoff game,
1: but it's only happened like twice. Right. Like Seattle did it that one time.
0: We both said we said that both Not years going data. in. <laughs> that the Seahawks are playing the Saints, the Saints might go to the Super Bowl, but the Seahawks don't have a chance. And then the Seahawks beat them. And then I think, yeah. was it your Denver? Was it your Pittsburgh Steelers that lost the Denver Broncos? Was that the other one?
1: We lost to the Denver Broncos. I don't think we had a were they them. under five hundred record then? Oh, I think well, they well, someone
0: else had. A, someone else was under five hundred and won a playoff game too. I,
1: I don't need them to have a losing record to be embarrassed. We lost to Tim Tebow. I was I was fully embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the record. That, that was here. in I, Denver, right, so they. Right.
0: Right. Although yeah, division winners automatically host. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Point is, they might win depending on who they play.
1: Yeah, it's possible. You got to play the games, and that's your argument for every other thing we talk about on here. You got to play. Yeah, you got to play it. Yeah, play it yeah it'd be nice. See what it'd
0: be nice and if and so, uh, some other playoffs let teams play the games instead of just trying to pick who they thought.
1: Yeah, but i watch it.
0: The Ravens. Uh, they'll play the Giants <laughs> next week. They need to win. The Steelers need to beat the Colts. Uh, because if they lose to the Bengals, then all of a sudden the two seed is up in the air. I will say this as a Ravens fan, eight
1: and eight that year, just so you know.
0: Okay. So that wasn't it. Um, but the Steelers, uh, yeah, right now the number two seed is in the air. I will say this as a Ravens fan, I do want to make the playoffs first and foremost, but I would prefer the Steelers to be the two seed because I kind of would love to get them in the first round of the playoffs the way they've been playing and the fact that our JV team almost beat them when we played in Pittsburgh the last time if we have to play the bills I start to get a little bit worried because I think the bills are better than the Steelers and I think the bills would be a tougher matchup for us I think the bills defense is absolutely lights out and I don't think Lamar Jackson's beating that defense if the rate i want to get in the playoffs first and foremost and if we get in and play the bills then the lamar jackson narrative will be the same after this year because it'll be he's now 0 and 3 in the playoffs and look terrible in three playoff games versus look how great he is he can do no wrong um
1: can i can i hit your stat real quick the the seahawks won with a losing record in 2010 they had mm-hmm. a 7 and 9 record and won the playoff game yep. okay but then in 1982 two teams who had a losing record and they both lost their playoff games.
0: I guess I'm thinking of recent history. Okay.
1: Sure. I'm, I'm just...
0: Sure. I didn't I didn't realize the 80s had teams with losing records. I thought that was just a recent thing that could only happen, but okay.
1: And in 2015, the 7-8-1 Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. won the mm-hmm. NFC South, hosted a playoff game of their own. Mm-hmm. And they won, right? Did they win?
0: Forget that one. That's the other one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, they did. They beat the 11-5 and five Cardinals. See? I forgot about that one.
0: Losing records since the turn of the century. Cannot be beaten. Fact. Never happened <laughs> before. So um, 82,
1: that was before you were alive. You've always claimed that. Yeah, so that doesn't
0: even count. Doesn't even matter. <laughs>
1: the um, Orioles have never won a World Series. And that was actually nope. before the
0: Orioles won a World Series in 83, so it definitely doesn't matter. Um, nothing happened before 1983 at the earliest. So... <laughs> Uh yeah. moving on here uh the football team will have to play the Why do you land Carolina on 83? Panthers.
1: Like you were you were born in 80 89? Uh,
0: eight, nine. Yeah. Well, cuz that's the last time the Orioles won a World Series. So um as they play the Carolina Panthers that's a game they have to have now. The rest of the games are kind of must wins for the football team. Yeah. Maybe you get in there at 7 and 9, but you really kind of need to be 8 and 8 to be sure.
1: I liked how, what was it, three weeks ago, they had the, I mean, everybody's been doing this in September, how bad that division is, how how bad a record a division champion can be coming out of there. And I remember, like, three weeks ago, people had the graphic, like, I mean, it's likely that the NFC East only doesn't win another game against teams outside of their division. Like, I mean, they were, I mean, they were saying it and it was like, oh yeah, the red, the uh, football team are playing the Steelers and the Seahawks yeah. and, uh, and then what happened? Um, the giants have the Seahawks and like, and they've, they've won some games, the giants and, 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 and then, then the Eagles beat the saints. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's football NFL. Like they're professionals and they, they, they do. They, they got it going. I, I I commend the football team to not just wallow because they have so much like going against them this year, season, like so much negative news. Like We were talking about the football team every week in July for nothing good. And so I appreciate that they finally woke up and, and got going.
0: Yep. They did pretty good. Good for them.
1: All right. Let's get out of here and let's just jump to the D block. All right, it is time for the D block here on the Yak Sports Podcast. I am going to change the order up here just so we have an opportunity to have a positive on the way out. We'll see what happens. I am hosting this thing with Joe Deck. Uh, what I need to know that you need to know. Uh, 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 dominating very, life um,
0: first. Dominating life first.
1: I, I, I said I wanted to do this negative thing first. Okay. Whatever. What did we? What did we talk about? During we didn't last talk about
0: anything. We don't have side I conversations, Leland. Do my- that doesn't happen. <laughs> it- that's not real.
1: <laughs> I'm doing what I know that you need to know first because it's negative. I want to get it out of the way. Um, and it, that's completely disrespectful for what I'm about to talk about, but that's what we're doing. Kevin Green, Pittsburgh Steeler great, passed away at age 58, Hall of Fame player, the bulk of his career played in Pittsburgh, and that's where he's famous for. I, I, think he ble- I believe he ended his career – I know he went to the Panthers. I might not know where he ended his career, I that's but I know he, he, he played sc- for the Panthers. I think that's where um, he ended
0: his career. That's what the years I choose to remember.
1: And he, he was a great, and I don't know how much you got to watch him because uh, that's early football watching for you, but he was a menace on the field and really a dominant force for that Steeler team. And I, it's just, I don't like this, these guys. It's, it's unfortunate when anybody passes early, um, Cause I'm still young enough that guys shouldn't be passing away of natural causes that I watch play sports, you know, like, um, so it's, it's tough. Why he passed away has not been announced. Um, and that's fine. You know, it's, that's private business, especially at this point. But, um, I, you know, it's surprising to see a professional athlete die at an early age, whether it's medical reasons or uh, some, something else. And we've had some of that. Um, so I'm sorry to see that today. Um, I mean, he's one of the greatest Steelers of all time. I really liked him when I was a kid. I mean, he was, he was that just rough defense, tough coming at you guy from the Pittsburgh Steelers in the mid nineties. And they went to a super bowl in the mid nineties. And so, I mean, he was just kind of idolized. And so I, I sad to see that and, um, you know it's just I wanted to mention that and he was a guy that I really liked when I was a kid playing football and and I remember playing mad 95 Rod Woodson and Kevin Green were always the guys that I started to play with like you select you know you go through the 11 guys like moving the button and I either got Rod Woodson or I got Kevin Green because I knew those guys could could do the damage and uh so sad to see him pass away and uh it's a big loss for uh those Pittsburgh Steeler alumni
0: yeah I mean it's uh it's always troubling especially when they pass away at 58 and given the sport of football that raises separate questions
1: yeah that's that's what i was trying to avoid yep um
0: but yeah i remember watching him play uh those that was you know during the afc central days watching games being played yep. in that division uh, and then when he went to the panthers it's uh before the
1: ravens existed mhm <laughs>
0: Yeah, but um, not before history existed. So I was watching, and uh, so uh, he was great. And you know that was that was back in the day uh, when little Joe Deck would uh, get his football cards, and I remember having Kevin Green football cards mm-hmm.
1: and
0: the long flowing blonde hair. And uh, yeah, so that was that was uh, of course most of those were Steelers cards, like you said. That is what he's known for, even though. Um, I choose to remember the Panthers because I didn't dislike Kevin green necessarily. I even, I didn't like the Steelers before the Ravens. So that's a long standing hatred, but um, it's sad (laughs) that (laughs) it's sad that he passed away and uh, you know, thoughts obviously go to his family.
1: Of course. Yes.
0: Do you want to do your, what is dominating your life? Or would you like me to go with my, what is dominating my life?
1: Go with yours there. I see what it is. Let's talk about that real quick.
0: All right. Well, what is dominating my life? We talked about three
1: weeks in a row, right? as well.
0: Yeah, let's do it for three weeks in a row now. It's the Mando. Uh, no spoilers. So but good. But it is, yeah, it is great. Um, man, I wish John Favreau would have done the last three movies. Uh, he's so great at storytelling. This season finale was fantastic. I didn't think it was... You almost oversold it to me a little bit. It was good. But when you're like, it's the best episode ever. I was like, eh, I don't know if it's the best episode ever. Um, But it was good. You get to see another character get introduced that you'll be familiar to if you've seen Star Wars before. Um, And if you haven't watched it yet, make sure you watch all the way through the credits. Let the Mm -hmm, credits go. And then there's a bonus scene that Leland didn't know about I had to tell him about. I was sitting there trying to process... How uh, something that happens in the episode—I and almost said something that would have kind of given it away, but I won't. Um, just trying oh, the to process something it.
1: Something with the something,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to process it and just come <laughs> to grips with that. And then this other scene starts, and I'm screaming. I, I've we my brother and I are doing the PlayStation chat like we always do when we watch the Mando, and I'm like, "Are you still watching?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh." And it was amazing. It was everything my brother and I have dreamed for Star Wars to do ever since the end of Return of the Jedi, and they finally did it. It's awesome. I can't wait for that new show that is going to start in December of next year. Oh my gosh! It might replace the Mando as my favorite Star Wars show if what I'm afraid is going to happen is going to happen.
1: I, I guess I'm just not with. Like I'm, I'll watch it. I'm I'm there. Um, and I don't have a lot of Boba. F- hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I, you can edit that if you need to. I don't have a lot of draw to that storyline coming in. I just I haven't had it, and by by then I probably will, and I I can get more excited. I, um, I think it was last week you were saying how. I I think you argued with me that that's why that's why I thought
0: that was. But the I knew this was coming.
1: Ever. Like they've been talking about this for weeks. That like there yeah. Was gonna see, be... I don't.
0: I didn't look at that press release to see all the spinoffs because I was worried that there might be spoilers in there. I purposefully did not look at that.
1: I don't even know if it was in the. I honestly reading Twitter comments since then. I don't think it was in that press release. But I remember, like, there was a reason that people would have talked about this like eight weeks ago. And I remember they were saying like, "Yeah, there's going to be a spinoff. There's going to be a spinoff."
0: I don't so, remember that. So that's cool. I'm excited good great i'm happy about it um anyway fantastic and if you don't watch the mandalorian you should uh yeah, but it's, it's also it is not
1: star like you don't have to be a star wars nerd to like it it's it's good television
0: it is also it's christmas coming up um the christmas shopping is finally done again like thanksgiving we're not doing the big family thing we're doing a mm-hmm. small family thing and we'll probably skype yep. the big family like we did for thanksgiving so it's just what we have to do in a pandemic but we're making the best of it. It's Christmas yeah, time. Muppet Christmas Carol will be watched, as <laughs> is tradition. Uh, it is the greatest version of a Christmas Carol, and that's all there is to say about
1: it. Uh, the The greatest uh, recorded, you know, movie theatrical version. I'll accept. Uh, I think tomorrow night I have plans on watching the Blackfriars feed that they produced uh, since we weren't able to go live and watch we'll get to watch that on the television. So I'm looking forward to that. I I I that's my favorite way to take in that story is going to the Black Friars um because it's it's just fun. The energy in the that's room good. is so good. I know we won't have that watching the movie uh version that they've created. You know, it's it's them on stage and, and they've recorded it and um it, we won't have that same energy, but I'm excited to watch it and support the Black Friars cuz yes. You know, and- these local businesses like that where they need audiences and you haven't been able to have audiences for 10 months now uh, are really struggling so i'm i'm anxious to support them that way
0: and you should support the local theater and i like the black friars and it's a fine version but it's not the muppets that's all i'm gonna say it's not the muppets, <laughs> the muppets do a better job
1: next year if things are back to normal and god i hope they are uh you should try to go to that it's really good it is really good I'm not saying it's going to top the Muppets. I know you're going to top the Muppets more. I'm I'm not saying it's not good. You would have a good time going.
0: I'm not saying I wouldn't. And I'm not saying, like, Charles Dickens is a hack. I'm just saying Jim Henson did it better.
1: (laughs) We had this argument last year. It's Charles Dickens' story. (laughs) That's fine.
0: The Muppets (laughs) improved. The the
1: Muppets
0: Muppets improved it it.
1: Well, the story doesn't exist without Charles Dickens, but okay yeah And I'm not like, saying he's a hack.
0: I'm not saying he did a bad job. I'm just saying Jim Henson did it better. But
1: Charles Dickens didn't like make a movie. like he wrote the story like char- <laughs> I just struggle with with that.
0: And I, I don't I understand, understand what's so exciting. hard to understand about it. <laughs> it's his story. He didn't
1: write a book.
0: <laughs> it's his story, but they did it better who they, wrote treasure they did island it better
1: than everybody else that's made a movie of charles dickens story of they
0: did it better than charles dickens too
1: <laughs>
0: charles dickens charles. didn't have the muppets sorry charles this is
1: my same reaction i had a year ago i don't know if we did this on the podcast i just like
0: i think I, we I, did
1: i'm failing to like
0: robert lewis ago. stevenson wrote treasure island guess who did it better jim henson I wish the Muppets would go back to that. Just redo classics.
1: Uh, that's that's fine. I, I, I'm struggling to come up with a comparison right here. I, I, I just say I don't want to take the time to try to think one up. I'll, I'll think of one and I'll. Who I'll invented call you in the, the TV, of the night with Leland? A
0: real who invented the TV? Are the TVs better now than then? But so, who <laughs> did it better?
1: Without the television. Like,
0: well who did it better that's my better point now so like okay so telling me dominion energy is doing
1: electricity better than benjamin franklin but like benjamin franklin like discovered like made it a thing i guess someone else could have come behind him because eventually someone else thomas would have been edison is your stupid better example but but, I, okay <laughs> i don't know i don't know a direct person It's just like the muppets is a film made by like a jim henson production Charles telling Charles Dickens's story, like,
0: and they improved it and made it it's better. Like,
1: a, I don't think this is a chicken and an egg. I think like
0: you're acting like it's a chicken egg. and an they, egg. They
1: presented the egg in a nice way and, and painted it nicely. But like without the egg existing, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to come over the, you're making
0: here. it I like still... a chicken and an egg. You're like a chicken can't be better than an egg because an egg without the egg, the chicken doesn't I exist. I don't know. I don't, know. I
1: don't even know what I'm
0: saying. I, I don't know what you're saying, saying like,
1: either. I don't. know. I would how, like you like, to
0: talk about your Christmas movies that you have Charles on here.
1: Charles Dickens ever have done doing uh, the story, the writing of that. I'm not disagreeing with that.
0: I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm saying I like Charles Dickens' story. I just like the Muppets version better. I think they did but it they better. They
1: told his story,
0: and they changed some things. Charles Dickens didn't have singing ghosts.
1: <sighs> okay. I think you that's didn't have biggest, Marley like, and Marley I think that might be the premise of our podcast is we just order. We argue like two different premises of arguments and we think we're actually arguing. We're not. I'm saying this and you're saying this and and both easily can be true. <laughs> we do this too often. <laughs> what is
0: dominating your life, Leland? before I take My it away? Final
1: edition of the Christmas movies. And it doesn't involve Charles Dickens or a Muppet. Wait a minute. Yeah, there's no Muppets in these. Um,
0: (laughs) But if there were, they'd be better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Christmas Vacation is the first of two movies I'm going to talk about. My theme this week is limited viewing Christmas movies that are my favorite. And Christmas Vacation, I I get it in one time a year. Since it's not the most family-appropriate film, I only get it in one time a year. One night, I stay up past the kids, pop this movie in, and enjoy it a whole lot. Chevy Chase, National Lampoons, all the tie ins that those guys have, all the usual tropes that you get from National Lampoons movies, especially the vacation movies. And this is the best of those vacation movies. Um, They do a lot of things right in this movie. It's funny. It does have, like, heart. Like, it, it has, like, nice feelings at good times. And it also has, like, anti Christmas behavior happening at Christmas that's hilarious. One of my favorite things in the movie is. Chevy Chase's character's relationship with the neighbors that includes Elaine from Seinfeld uh, over there. And just like the back and forth that they have and how he ruins their life, uh, sometimes on purpose, sometimes inadvertently. I love that aspect of the movie. Um, I know everybody goes to Uncle Eddie quickly for the funny stuff. And I'm not saying it's not funny, but I I really enjoy like that aspect of that movie. Um, and also the family dynamic stuff, just with the family coming in and just kind of being hard to deal with and the things they say and do. And it's just hilarious. And like the flack he gets from his father-in-law and stuff. And like, not that I experienced something like that with my father-in-law, but it's like, it's relatable stuff that like people can connect to. And even if you don't experience it the same way he does, you you still can feel what he's feeling there. So I enjoy that movie and uh, always look forward to the, at least one time I get to watch it. Yeah. You have a comment on
0: that. I I like Christmas vacation. I usually watch it. It's not like something I make an effort to watch every year, but I usually end up seeing it once a year and it's fine. I like it. It's definitely
1: definitely my top
0: five. Yeah.
1: We're into like an all Christmas movie at all times. Like if the television's on and Mm -hmm. daddy's not dominating it with football, Mm -hmm. there's like an uh, elf or Grinch or Mm -hmm. Mickey, or there's always Christmas stuff on right now. Or Mandalorian. Mandalorian's the other thing that has jumped in, which has been a savior. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the mode we're in, in the McRae household. So the other movie that I watch in limited use, I always limit myself to one day a year, one 24 hour period. And luckily I get 24 straight hours of that on the television and it's the Christmas story. Uh, you're shaking your head over there. That's fine. I love it. I grew up watching it. My dad loved it. And I think that imprinted on me that it's great. And I enjoy it. Like I, it's just like a part of my Christmas tradition is that. Sound of that movie being on in the background, whether it's Christmas Eve and wrapping up Christmas Eve activities and whatever else has to happen on Christmas Eve, rolling into Christmas morning. I just kind of have it on the TV nonstop. I know it comes back to me what, like, oh, it's this is like the middle hour, like, this is the top part of the movie that's the middle hour with that noise. Like, I don't even have to be watching the TV to know what time it is because I'm so used to what happens in that movie when. Um, my, my uncle used to have a competition, kind of, of who could watch it the most times in that 24-hour period, and before I had children, before I got married, it was a lot easier for me to pack in a bunch. Now I'm lucky if I get, like, two solid <laughs> viewings and not even starting to start to finish, just in there. Um, but I love that movie, and uh, a lot of the, you know popular things that get made fun of, you know that everybody knows about the red rider bb gun and shooting your eye out and the santa claus up on the thing and everybody telling him he's gonna shoot his eye out and the, buying the football the dogs coming in the leg lamp i just i love it all i it's just like that's that's part of what christmas is for me
0: yeah to me it's one so of the
1: crap on it come tell me i'm wrong uh,
0: no. it's fine that you like it and i'm not <laughs> saying it's bad i, I just think it's Maybe the most overrated Christmas movie of all time.
1: I think that happened when they put started putting it on a twenty four hour marathon. Like that. Maybe that's like, why I don't know, like, like it. Maybe then.
0: one year I know it was like our my grandparents left it on, and I was yeah, that's what happens in my house. I was yep. like, look, there's other stuff on TV we can watch. Like there's other Christmas movies being played. Oh, we're watching this. This is what it's on. That was they sound like
1: smart, good people. Bad.
0: It was bad. Like after <laughs> the third time of watching it. I was kind of like, you know what? We don't need TV anymore. <laughs> like, I was ready to give up TV to get it off. Like, <laughs> it was, I just, no. So to me, it's kind of ruined it for me. I, It's okay. But if I watch it for, like, I don't think there's any 30-minute stretch. Like, I want to sit down and watch that movie anymore.
1: Yeah, I do it. I will do it. That's fine. All right. What I know that what? you need to know yeah
0: what do you know it's time for the recap of 2020 leland
1: well that sounds fun
0: well leland this isn't about fun (laughs) this podcast isn't about fun leland and it's time you figured that out by now we're going into what august will be year three of this you should have figured it out by now uh two and a half years then
1: right two and a half years
0: yeah wow happy two and a half it's amazing we missed our two and a half year anniversary somewhere but
1: these last two to ten months have really shocked me (laughs) the lack of sports and we'll touch on that through this review and uh some of the stupid arguments that we've really fought about (laughs) like it's just amazing we're still doing this
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it's been it has been a wild ride this year. And let's talk about it, right? Like March is when things really got hectic. But um, 13th
1: or the 11th for me, the 13th is what everybody talks about. That's that Friday that the governor closed down sports, but the NBA canceled on the 11th. So right there, that 11th to the 13th, Trump talked on the 11th. Look, I'll remember. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah,
0: I'll remember forever. I, I had forgotten the date. When you say the NBA closed down, I remember that the night. 11th. I almost yeah. never, almost never watched the NBA, but I was bored. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I guess I'll watch this NBA playoff game. Well, there were players standing on the floor and they're Go like, well, playoff, the NBA yeah, game, the game or a regular season game. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Utah and they're like,
1: and, uh, Oklahoma City were getting to play. That was I think it was Houston, they...
0: wasn't it? Because Chris Paul was on the other team.
1: Is okay. Chris Paul on?
0: No, Chris Paul is on Oklahoma City. You're right. It was Utah and Oklahoma city. All right. So I'm, I've got some holes in my story already, but anyway,
1: <laughs> I remember it exactly.
0: <laughs> I do remember this part sitting there watching and them saying they have canceled this NBA game. There's talk of already canceling the season. And I was like, you know what? Cause I had convinced myself I didn't need to go to the grocery store that night. I could go <laughs> the next day. And I was like, you know what? I should probably go tonight now. And I went into the grocery store, did all my grocery shopping cuz I just kind of had a feeling stuff's about to hit the fan. Yeah. Because that happened, I think the same night Tom Cruise uh announced that he had COVID Tom and Hanks. his wife Tom Hanks. Hanks. I don't, Hanks. don't know why I said Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom, Tom Cruise has been in still the yelling. Yeah, good for him. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um Tom Hanks tested positive with his wife uh and I was like Wow. Okay. Um so that's gonna be a thing. And sure enough, it's it's been a wild ride. And again, it for me when I look at things and how they have played out this year, it's hard to remember. But Tiger King was this year?
1: That was five years ago, man. What are you talking about?
0: tiger king was this year i mean who can Five forget away, at least carol baskins oh
1: she's still out there she's done dancing with the stars since then
0: she has <laughs> like isn't that wild australia was on fire this year
1: my goodness with the wildfires
0: murder, murder hornets were this year i won't get into the election stuff um <laughs> we obviously covid uh everyone ran out of toilet paper uh uh no sports for a while, like nothing. No JLo no, and Shakira no. was the halftime show in 2020.
1: That was before the pandemic. She and she hokeyed it.
0: <laughs> she did that. Oh my gosh! What a great
1: oh. I mean, and even even the less funny things, Sabrina. I mean, the passing of Kobe Bryant. That was 2020. Would have been the biggest story of sports. I mean, I said it then. This is the biggest sport story we've had in had in years. It'll be the biggest story in years. I was wrong because it got topped with when sports canceled uh up a couple months later. And but yeah, that was in 2020. That was like the third or fourth weekend of January of 2020. And um it's just crazy. It does feel like a long time. Uh, time flies uh as we're having kids, like they're getting so old so quick. But every other like outside of that and like seeing my kids grow up everything else this year has been so slow. I was
0: going to say and that's my point right like usually we're like oh my gosh i can't believe it's already december i can't believe it. for me man i'm like when i think back at everything that happened this year i'm like my gosh this year has been just a frickin' forever long space force premiered this year on netflix it's another show i loved
1: wow I didn't love that. Did we talk about that on here?
0: Quibi launched and shut down in 2020.
1: Say say, say that again. What launched?
0: Quibi. That was the thing that bought Reno 911 oh. and other oh, things. Shut down it is shut down gone? in six months <laughs> it I was a terrible idea that was
1: gone. it was that's the bad luck that was the xfl luck right there like leland just... there is no better time to
0: launch a streaming platform than when everyone is inside and they couldn't but make everything's it
1: work. 15 minutes long like everybody had time to watch everybody could watch guess. their televisions and watch it for as long as they wanted that's why netflix and um I mean everything everything's been getting dominated. All these movies. Like Netflix has put out a different movie every week right now because like there's still a good amount of people that are out of work or, or back to off out of work. Um I, yeah, it's that's crazy. I didn't know Quibi got shut down. I didn't I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, it shut well, it didn't get shut down. I mean it went
1: out of business. Yeah,
0: they shut themselves down. But um
1: HBO Max came out this year. They were trying to have like that big friends reunion to kick it off. All that got shut down. So now their makeup plan is putting these brand new movies on it. I'm excited about that on Christmas day. I'm I'm excited about that. Dude, that preview looks great.
0: Yeah. I'm glad they're doing that. A certain song came out that you don't want me to say the title to this year. I mean, Cardi B song, but yeah. um,
1: Every time you bring it up, I'm just worried. I'm going to like our number one listener is at some point going to make me explain this. I'm not I'm going to be mean about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, there's lines. There's got to be lines. And this is so far beyond that line. It's not, you can't even see the line anymore. Like, I'm not talking about this.
0: <laughs> Ooh, but, okay, let's talk about the sports side of it, right? So, we had the Super Bowl. The Chiefs won. They beat the uh, 49ers. Like five years ago, yeah. Yeah, and, and they had multiple comebacks in the playoffs to get there. So, yeah. that happened. Um, <sighs> LSU beat Clemson in a national championship. In 2020, we saw baseball not start and then finally get played. It was a shortened the season. The biggest,
1: jumping back, the biggest year of Joe Burrow's life, you know, winning yeah. a national championship. Uh, biggest two year, biggest 18 months period of his life. And like 12 months of it all have been COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's been a crazy year when you think about it. I mean, Virginia Tech football has seen the bowl streak in. We lost a Liberty Uh Justin Fuente's still here. We got to watch our program try to kill itself in a press conference, which was mind-numbingly terrible. But since then, Witt has done some hey, backtracking. Twenty-five
1: dollars in-, in my name has been donated to the Hokie Club because of of Whit because Bad po- post you
0: replied to his comment saying,
1: "I said something positive. I said our basketball team's awesome."
0: <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, but I mean, you just. When you sit and think about it, like everything that has happened this year, it has been truly a terrible, terrible year. There's no sugarcoating it. I'm sure somewhere, someone has had some great fortune happen to them this year, and good for them. Uh, but this yeah, year but look, has look, been. Look if
1: you say that like in seriousness. Hopefully, some good of the for them. Have had positive things. Yes. Jeff Wright's daughter got married. That's yes. a super thing. Great. That's
0: awesome news. Yeah. Yes, I, that's why, I, and that's true. Yeah there have been some people that have managed to find, you know, glimmers of hope in all the darkness and good for them. The vast majority of this year has been a dumpster fire. Obviously Um, the pandemic's made it worse, but hopefully I'm not, I'm not saying midnight, January one, 2021, all our problems are solved because they're not. Um, But hopefully as a whole, the year 2021 is better. We haven't had high school sports for a good portion of 2020 so that's been something that has stunk i mean obviously with the pandemic i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying it's the thing that stinks but hopefully we're able to get some high school sports in here and these kids can play and hopefully march madness happens in 2021 we didn't have march madness leland that that was not a thing yeah. in 2020 i know you probably didn't care because there was a whole lot of mid-majors that would have gotten to play and that's just oh we don't need them but we only need four teams but um we missed it. I missed it. I don't know. I know you have a party for it, but it doesn't seem like you miss it when you talk about college football playoffs. But am I wrong? Should I <laughs>
1: but... <laughs> yelled into the microphone? My yeah, feelings.
0: But part of, yeah, part of this podcast is just seeing how many buttons I can push before I break Leland. But, um, <laughs>
1: Might be broken at the moment. I'm. <laughs> I was gonna comment more on the new year. Am I not?
0: <laughs> I before I finish and turn it over to Leland for his thoughts on 2020 and going into the new year. I do want to thank all of our listeners for being with us yes. during a year where there wasn't a whole lot of sports, uh, and well. we had to kind of adjust what we debate from understanding that Long John Silver's is one of the best fast food chains in the in the country, but understanding it's not as good as Chipotle. From the numerous things, when we did those brackets and going through all those different brackets and all those different topics, and some of you suggesting things for us, thank you for all the people at Shenandoah Awards and Apparel that Rob forces to listen to us and they don't revolt and kill him. Thank you.
1: They've built some more walls in there. That's what worries me.
0: I I was going to (laughs) say, yeah, I had to go pick up some hats and I noticed they had rearranged and... Maybe they've walled Rob off and maybe we don't they've have moved as many the
1: public further away from the yeah.
0: podcast. Maybe we don't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we aren't as prominent in Chandler Wars and apparel as we once were, but to all the people who do listen to us, thank you to Leland's mom. Thank you to Jeff. Thank you to John Leonard. Thank you to Patrick height and Cody Elliott. Thank you. All. And even more people that I'm forgetting and this is the problem when I start listing people. But those people in particular I wanted to thank because they interact with us, they listen to us, they have fun with us a lot, and I appreciate it. I know Leland does as well. And hopefully 2021 we'll have more sports and less talk, even though it will be sad in a way about Long John Silvers.
1: I, anytime I think about Long John Silvers, I have sad feelings. But uh, I also no. call Dan Hanson Only because my
0: brother it ends. Law. Only because For- it ends.
1: For two years, I tried to get Dan Hansen to listen, and he finally started listening uh, about six months ago. So it was an accomplishment, and, wow. and I I'm with happy no about sports. That. What an accomplishment. <laughs> um. No, I think it was when sports was on its way back in. Oh. Uh, I think the, the staples of like one of the things that irritate my wife most about me is my willingness and also demandingness of scheduling my life around sports. And it's mm-hmm. in, you know, it started with those getting canceled in March with March Madness like I mean, it's a holiday at our house. Like I I I some years taken more time off in March for basketball watching than I have at Christmas for family time and celebrating the season. Mm-hmm. Uh so like it is a major deal. So it started there and we, and and as things were getting worse, we saw it coming and then it definitely went off rails. But then opening day not being there masked. Masters not being there, um, baseball still not there. No valley league baseball. Um, just like staples in my life, uh, the high school sports season in the spring and ever since. Um, you know the 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 fake career that I have in on radio on Friday nights in the fall. All of these staples in my life that traditionally my life is designed around. My my we do, you know I talk about our family schedule in relation to like those events happening. And, and my wife knows on master's weekend, there's a good chance I'm going to have interest in the golf that's being played. And she knows on opening day, I'm going to sneak out of work early and be at home watching baseball on those first day games. And um, the Valley league, I'm, I really miss the Valley. League. I really miss the Valley league. I don't go as much as we used to go before kids, but I still like just having it there, having that storyline to follow along with throughout the year, that was a big gap. Um, and then obviously the high school sports in the fall, I don't know, man. I feel like I like high school football the best because it's the purest of the games. It's the no one's there for money. No one's um, it's just the most purest form of the game. And, and I guess I kind of like our niche that you and I are in it so much that we we know what's going on and we can discuss it and we can spread, you know, opinions to other people. Like I like that aspect of my life. So I really miss that this fall. Um, we kept the podcast going throughout. Um, but, uh, I did miss that. And I'd be remiss of all the things we listed off here. Uh, And that's hopefully a negative that turns into probably all, all the unrest, all the civil unrest about, uh, equality. And, um, and it's not just one form of equality. You know, a lot of people had their voices heard this year. Um, and hopefully that turns into a positive, like hopefully, um, you always, look back in history and try to compare to different times when like similar things were happening or a similar level of unrest or a similar pandemic back in the, in the past, and you compare to those times, there's, there was a lot of improvement for civil rights, uh, in previous times of major unrest. And so hopefully this is a, a step in that direction and, and people can feel like they are equally valued and, and don't have to remind people that they are, um, of equal standing. So that uh, that's put it right on the nose there. Hey, we got him more into politics and that kind of stuff this year. And that wasn't our intent on this podcast. And, and maybe we've, some listeners aren't here for that. I think this year it, The lack of sports helped that, but I think it was important that we had some of those discussions and, um, observed some of those topics. And as awkward as you or I might've felt in those topics, um, it's probably needed for people to hear that some, and, uh, hopefully we're, you and I at least are a little bit better for the having those conversations. And, and I mean, we recorded a, po- a segment of this podcast and cut it because of we had to learn, I had to learn of proper ways to phrase things and understand things. Like, I mean, there was a phrase I used in a recording that my wife's like, yeah, you can't say that it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, a, a certain word or something like that. It was just like a understanding of something that I could not say. And I, and I realized it. So like, I learned from that process. And so this podcast, I think, has made me a more understanding person of of the culture we live in. So I I credit our ability to keep this going to to be better. And uh, hopefully I can raise some people to be better just the same. So,
0: yeah, I think it's important to um, for everyone to to talk to people who don't look the same as you don't think the same as you so you can understand your yeah. point of view on stuff—it's—it's important. Um, I think that and respect that, that we assignment. have those differences. Yep.
1: Not just say that people are dumb. You know, yeah. Like you do to me.
0: Well. <laughs> some things will never change, Leland. But uh, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Yak Sports Podcast. Again, thanks to all of our listeners for sticking with us through another yep. year, and we'll—we'll uh, we'll be back. We will not record next week. We're going to take the holiday time off. Um, that will be my Christmas present to Leland is me not screaming and telling me he's a dope for not wanting more than four teams in a college football playoff. Uh, so Merry Christmas to you, Leland. Uh, and make sure you're following us on Twitter at yak sports pod, Facebook, yak sports pod, or you can email us yaksportspod at gmail.com. Be sure to tell us if you comment, uh, on the social media on Twitter, Facebook, uh, tell us what, What is the Christmas movie you have to watch every year? What are some of your favorite Christmas songs? We didn't talk about Christmas songs this year. I think we did that last year. But how many Billy Joel Christmas songs are there? There are none, Um, unless he's done like (laughs) special versions. But none have made it on an album. So we
1: made it through the Billy Joel countdown. So,
0: well, not the whole thing. We made it through an abbreviated Billy Joel countdown. That's my biggest regret. In 2020, the
1: week abbreviated version.
0: <laughs> that's probably the worst part of 2020 is that our listeners only got the abbreviated countdown. In fact, when I'm thinking back, I can't think of a single thing in 2020 that happened that was worse than me <laughs> failing our listeners by not giving them the full Billy Joel countdown. I apologize <laughs> that I failed our audience there, but um, we will be back in 2021. I believe that's January 4th. Uh, it will be a sad day because the Levitard show is leaving ESPN, too. I'm sure I'll have something to say about that then. Um, yeah. And where, whatever ESPN radio is going to do. Also, we'll don't think... We'll Wonder Woman by then. Yeah, we, probably. Um, we'll also, have obviously more soccer talk then because... Uh. Liverpool heading into Christmas is top of the table for the third straight year. Two years ago, they didn't close it out, tired but last them year. Winning
1: all the time. I want to see different teams.
0: They've won it one year. They won it last year. Third and the last time year, they they're, won... The,
1: they're sitting at this good spot. I'm just sick of them
0: winning so much. You realize the last time they won the league before last year was
1: 1990. Yeah, and Clemson hadn't won it before 1982 before they won it a couple years ago. But I'm, I'm sick of them, too. So.
0: Great. Okay. Well, seeing as you don't watch that sport... They just have
1: the best players and the best coaches, but yeah, they shouldn't, we they do, shouldn't be... Invited.
0: We do do that. Now, that's fair. We do have the best players and the best coaches in my opinion. I think we have a great chance in the <laughs> Champions League as well, but uh, seeing as Leland doesn't watch soccer, I don't think soccer cares what Leland says anyway. So... Um,
1: I watch Virginia Tech soccer. That is all. And World Cup soccer.
0: Okay. Well, the Olympics will be in 2021... Two yeah it'll be in 2022 it'll be in god who knows well that'll be in Qatar or qatar however you want to pronounce it
1: oh, and it's going to be in november oh my goodness it's
0: terrible. yeah no corruption in fifa
1: but but maybe we can have a college football playoff by then so the regular season doesn't matter we can concentrate on soccer in november there we go
0: for you to think that the college football regular season won't matter is laughable okay um Anyway, we're not going to have this argument next year, at least next week. Or, well, we definitely <laughs> we'll won't have next, it next week. Next November. Maybe, hopefully not next January uh, 4th. <laughs> but until then, folks, make sure you're subscribing on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Tell your friends again. Let us know your favorite Christmas movies, your top four football teams, who you, what kind of playoff you want to see, favorite Christmas songs, favorite Christmas movies, whatever. You want to talk about, you tell us. And if it's not something we've covered, we'll cover it to open up the new year, maybe. Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners. However, you're listening to the Yak Sports Podcast, we appreciate it. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Until 2021, folks, that's a wrap on the 2020 year and the Yak Sports Podcast. You've been listening to Yak Sports, your
1: Augusta County Sports Podcast.